Hey there, welcome back. I just saw some good news that the uh, <clears throat> Pelosi attacker, the Pape, David the Pape, is found guilty, haha, in both the attempted kidnapping of Speaker Nancy Pelosi and the assault of her husband Paul with a hammer. So that's great. Fucking asshole. Fuck that murderous asshole in prison. I love the jury system in America. Thank God for the jury of Pierce. It really works. Yeah. Billy Carson and Elizabeth Hookstra. Biohack your best life. Hmm. Or, oh, BK Egypt Tour 2023. Oh, okay. Right, let's check that out. Oh, it premieres in 24 hours. Okay. Um, yeah, let's check out, mm, of course. Diaper Donald's not in prison. Because he's got to have free speech. He's got to have fucking free speech. He's got to be able to threaten everybody. He's got to be able to threaten the judges and the prosecutors and the judge's daughter and, you know, fuck that shit. He's just like a big crybaby. Big crybaby. Santos is out. Trump, you? All right. Steel, Biden, cut. Come out with your hands up, stupid fucking bitch. Diaper Donald Dump. That was a warning shot, cunt. We're listening to... He's got his, oh, um, his, you know, his treasurer and all of his Damn. other campaign people have pled guilty and they're... Uh, lie right now. The Republicans decided to take an early Thanksgiving break after behaving in the most the building ladies and gentlemen MAGA Republicans have left the building yup MAGA Republicans decided to take an early Thanksgiving break huh. after behaving in the most 
unprofessional, bizarre, dangerous manner, I guess, just like MAGA Republicans. MAGA Republican Kevin McCarthy elbowed MAGA Republican Tim Burchett in the kidney. MAGA Republican Senator Mark Wayne Mullen challenged a labor leader witness to a fight during a committee hearing. Marjorie Taylor Greene yelled at the Republican FBI director, Christopher Wray, for not following her Twitter account. It is pure MAGA madness. And everything I just said and more happened over the last 24 hours. Speaking of pure yeah, they're madness. Purposely. Starts trying to jam up the airwaves with their bullshit. of Donald Trump was released moments ago. The traitors are trying to jam up the airwaves with their bullshit. Mega tard. GOP traitors. Midas Mighty, call DOJ, special prosecutor, two. In Congress. Indict. By CNN in an interview with Jonathan Carl and Donald Trump. Midas Touch host Karen Friedman Agnifilo was on CNN when the exclusive audio dropped. In the clip, Donald Trump brags about wanting to go to the Capitol building on January 6th and being prevented from doing so by the Secret Service. Donald Trump said on this audio recording we will play here that he would have been well received by the rioters and you should have saw the crowd, how big the crowd is, okay? This follows other audio from Carl's book where Trump discusses a plan to remove President Biden during his first term in office, but you see the plan is just too complicated to explain to Jonathan Carl. We'll talk about that and more. More MAGA madness. That's the theme of. By the way, I said, yeah, that MAGA, these MAGA-tard GOP traders are jamming up the airwaves with their BS. Midas Mighty called DOJ 202-514-2000 demand special prosecutor to get rid of January 6th insurrectionists in Congress now this show the house ethics committee released a devastating report on MAGA republican george santos yeah. finding that he engaged in numerous crimes duh from false financial disclosures to stealing money <laughs> and using it on get this memberships to only fans accounts that Come he was on. George Santos has announced now he will not be running for re-election in 2024, although that's probably a lie the same way he lied about cooperating with the ethics committee. That was one of the lies that they pointed out. He said he's cooperated with us. He's not cooperating with us. And also, I expect that he's actually going to enter into a plea agreement with the DOJ soon. He's dead quite 
So watch for that. So from madness to stability, President Biden held a successful high-stakes summit in California with President Xi of China, where the world leaders agreed to restore high-level military communications, combat fentanyl, and hold a dialogue about artificial intelligence. Now, President Biden approached this summit with considerable leverage. I know legacy media isn't talking about this, but this is why they're legacy, and this is now. Let's take a look at economic data. Look, for the first time in 40 years, the United States economy is outpacing China's economy. What? Let's just wow. say that again. And you could repeat that to your friends, family members, and co-workers. It's backed by data. I'm going to repeat it again. For the first time in 40 years, the U.S. economy is outpacing China's economy. China's economy size has slipped to 64% of the size of the U.S. economy under the Bidenomics plan. The U.S. now leads all G7 nations in GDP growth and has the lowest inflation of all G7 nations. And in the United States, unemployment is under 4% for 21 straight months. By the way, the Biden's bombing Syria for the oil. 50 years. This all in addition to the fact that 14 million jobs have been added under the Biden presidency and 4.9% GDP growth, which was announced okay. last month. And we'll go through and we'll talk about how the price of He was elected for oil. Said Ben, hey Ben, why don't you mention how Biden is bombing Syria and has been ever since he was elected for oil? Christopher Press. Eggs and other things are dropping dramatically as well. This is good economic news. Not spike the football, but let's just acknowledge what the actual data is. Then let's discuss what's going on with the various criminal prosecutions and civil cases involving Donald Trump. That and more here on the Midas Touch podcast. I'm Ben Micellis, joined by Brett and Jordy Micellis. And I think it's so important that we contrast the MAGA madness with normalcy. We contrast democracy with dictatorship. And we have to look at it in those terms right now. I know legacy media wants to talk about, oh, progressive, left-leaning, and then these are conservatives. But uh-uh. Marjorie Taylor Greene, Donald Trump, the MAGA movement, which isn't a cohesive political party of George Santos and James Comer and Jim Jordan and Matt Gates. Those are the leaders. That is not conservative. That is madness, brothers. Ben, first off, it's great to see you. It's great to see Jordy. It's great to see the Midas Mighty. I'll give the Midas Mighty here a little bit of a window into 
our day yesterday, which I think completely sums up the chaos of these MAGA Republicans, because, uh, you know, we're following the actions, the reporting that's coming out of the halls of Congress, and we hear about this Kevin McCarthy incident. Kevin McCarthy elbowed Tim Burchett in the kidneys, he sucker-punched him, and he ran away, and Tim Burchett chased him, and Ben is like, uh, no pun intended, I gotta do a hit on that. And so Ben <laughs> starts, you know, doing his hit for the Midas Touch Network to deliver his report to everybody. And by the time Ben finishes recording his piece, which was maybe 10 minutes or so, there was another fight. There was another fight. This time in the other chamber, this time in the Senate with Mark Wayne Mullen. And I said, Ben, there was a fight. He was like, yeah, no, I just covered it. I said, no, <laughs> there was another fight. There, Mark Wayne Mullen tried to attack the president of the Teamsters. And Ben's like, you're messing with me. What are you talking about? I said, no, here's here's the clip. Our researcher, Asen, got the clip from the halls, from the Senate of Mark Wayne Mullen trying to attack the president of the Teamsters. And uh, that's the Republican Party for you folks in uh, 2023. It doesn't seem like they're going to get any better as we approach this new year. But, uh, you know, it's going to be an episode of contrast here, that's for sure, where you see kind of leadership on the global stage, where you see, you know, real serious politicians actually trying to get stuff done. And you see this party of Trump, this party that has just become so corrupted and just disgusting and laying it out to bear for all to see. And you know what? We are going to expose it all right here on the Midas Touch Podcast. Jordy, always great to see you. What's new in your world? So excited for tonight's show. You know, when Ben was talking about the fights, I, I was scratching my head for a second. I'm like, we didn't talk about that on Monday? No, it, it, from the time of this recording, it's less than 24 hours, basically, of when it actually had happened. And just thinking about that, like this has been one of the longest news weeks of, of like Midas Touch history almost. It's just been constant craziness. And so I'm excited to get into it. You're laughing because you know it's true, right, Pete? I'm yeah, because I know it's true, and I was thinking also, uh, sorry, I don't know if you're talking to me, but, but uh, like yesterday also, so uh, we had an episode of Uncovered with Ron Filipkowski and Anthony Davis, which is a great show on the Midas Touch Network. Make sure you're subscribed to that podcast and watch it here every Wednesday on the Midas Touch YouTube channel. But so on Uncovered, you know, they do that show live for one hour. Yeah. And after the hour also, at the same time, uh, you know, Ron was like, I was like, okay, great show, Ron. He was like, yeah, we covered a lot. I said, here's what you missed in the hour while you were gone and it was like six like insane huge stories within that one hour of time and i think when we live like the way we live right now in like these blocks of time you realize how much is happening on not only a daily basis but an hourly basis but ben what's new what do we got uh, rocking tonight look you talk about leadership leadership is so important and when you look to the top of the Donald Trump talking about eliminating Berman and praising Victor Orban and Kim Jong-un. That sets a tone. That sets a culture. And I'll show you a culture that's set by people like Kevin McCarthy when he's Speaker of the House. When he was Speaker of the House. The most spineless Speaker of the House in American history. I want to show you what Kevin McCarthy said about George Santos. And then just how unserious unprofessional it isn't even like all oh, the republicans it's just unprofessional it's so unbecoming to say things like this in the clip i'm about to show you kevin mccarthy says that he would rather have george santos be in charge of the united states 
than President Biden. Play this clip. Mr. Speaker, first, a very Close. quick Close. question. Close. Who has more Close. power, Joe Biden or yeah. George Santos? <laughs> well, right now, I think it is the President Joe Biden, unfortunately. That's a fucking old clip, dude. Mr. Speaker. Mr. Speaker. Mr. Speaker. Mr. Speaker. Mr. Speaker. I mean, the, the level the level of damage these people are causing to our country. It is enraging the amount of damage they are causing to our country. They are an atomic bomb of disinformation. And when you hear them say things like that, really? You'd rather have George Santos, and that's part of their other rising of Democrats. It's why you can't have any actual bipartisanship in the House of Representatives, where the incentive structure of MAGA Republicans is to act like total fools in committee hearings and on the House floor, because that's when you get invited to Fox and you get in front of the <laughs> guy, or you get in front of Sean Hannity, and they put you on you act like a fool and in the meantime sean hannity and when tucker was there and laura ingraham and others you look at their messages they talk about their audience the way they claim that democrats talk about their audience when democrats don't give a crap and aren't talking about it they're saying that their audience is idiots they're saying their audience is morons that you got to feed them all of these lies that's what the text messages show when they were released in the discovery in the dominion case that fox hates their audience and treats their audience with such disdain and acts and knows that they're they just say the meanest things about their audience but it's all about the incentive structure the incentive structure for democrats not only do democrats have to deliver on the policies if democrats are not 100 for 100 what do you get splintering oh president biden let me down on this issue why did he let you down well he said that all of my student loans would be forgiven and he didn't do it well you know, he tried to do it but then the MAGA republicans all filed lawsuits and they were the ones who but well, i don't care he he didn't keep to his promise i'm not support really that one issue you support him on all the other issues he's not perfect meanwhile you've got MAGA republicans supporting george santos and marjorie taylor green talking about mass deportation and like concentration camps in the united states which probably could include you or people that shame you know, on americans supporting up right now that that's their plan they The Americans for allowing these GOP traitors to remain in Congress. Allowing these GOP traitors to remain. Insurrectionists to remain in office. Fucking lazy, stupid ass Americans. Give it fancy names. Oh, it's Project This. Or da, 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 da. They talk about their plan for an authoritarian regime, but because President Biden is not absolutely perfect on one specific issue, but is otherwise pretty great and doing stewardship of all the issues that he said in a pretty workman like manner, 
that's the issue. So let's talk about what's taken place over the past 24 hours. 24 hours with the lack of leadership. I'm not going back in time weeks even, or, or, or months even. I'm showing you what went down the past freaking day. So the first one I want to show you is Marjorie Taylor Greene, who's got key committee assignments because she was given them by Kevin McCarthy. By the way, can I ask this question about Kevin McCarthy? Why does he still use the at speaker Kevin McCarthy handle? He's not the speaker anymore. And why does he still have the speaker security detail? At speaker Kevin, could we all address um, convert, that, please? Phone conversation at speaker with lawyer? But anyway, Maybe? he appointed And uh, live legal AF minus touch. And here Marjorie Taylor Greene yells at Christopher Ray, the FBI director. You know who appointed Christopher Ray as the FBI director? Donald Trump in 2017. You know who appointed Christopher Ray as an assistant United States attorney to head the criminal division about 20 years ago? George W. Bush. You want to know why? Because Christopher Ray's as a Republican as you get in a world of traditional Republicans. But MAGA is not Republicans. As President Biden says, that's not your parents or grandparents or perhaps your Republican Party anymore. So now... Christopher Ray is a rhino. Bill Barr is... By the way, I said, um, yeah, these Magatard GOP traders are jamming up the airwaves with their BS. Midas Mighty called DOJ 202-514-2000 demand special prosecutor to get rid of January 6th insurrectionists in Congress now. And, hey, Ben, why don't you mention how Biden is bombing Syria and has been ever since he was elected for oil? Christopher Perez. <laughs> I said old clip, dude. And shame on apathetic, lazy Americans for allowing these GOP traitors to remain in office after January 6th insurrection. A rhino. And the MAGAs yell at this guy like he is involved in deep state plots and all of the crazy things that they talk about on their Twitter and social media. And here, Marjorie Taylor Greene, again, on a key committee assignment, yells at the Republican FBI director not following her Twitter account and then doesn't know what department he oversees. She thinks that he oversees the Department of Homeland Security, which is an entirely different department. It's so humiliating. Play the clip. Were you aware of this? Uh, Congresswoman, as I said, I haven't seen the photos that you're holding up uh, before. Maybe, well, I posted them on my Twitter account. It's it's public. You know, maybe I don't you guys spend are... a lot of time on Twitter. Well, you know, you, you sh oh, I'm sure you do. Because the Department of Homeland Security, organized with other offices, has censored many Americans, including myself. I'm not I mean, part of the Department of Homeland Security. Uh, right, Mr. Ray, you should you should be a, you should be interested in investigating terrorism. So is she calling herself a terrorist? A terrorist. And then Christopher and Christopher Ray sitting there, and he's like trying. And don't speak up about it. Fucking terrorist. She's a fucking terrorist. Unindicted. Terrorist. Fucking un fucking unindicted. 
Unindicted. Trying not to laugh, and <clears throat> you know, and I want to laugh at it, and, and I sometimes do laugh at it. But also, here's the thing: she is making life and death decisions for you, for your family for your friends, for your neighbors, for this country. She is making decisions over your life, and she's taking away your freedoms. I mean, what was that? It's like we always say on this show, these Republicans, they, they think legislating and leading the country is just them being on Twitter. Like, we've said that multiple times. And this clip just reconfirms our notion that that's what they think leading is. It, it's un believable they believe themselves on twitter oh my goodness <laughs> oh i'm sure you do i they think they're like the biggest celebrities in the world they're they're all, unreal all of these republicans think that they are social media influencers <clears throat> or they prefer to be social media influencers sure. rather than legislature legislators it's why whenever you see ted cruz tweet he tweets only to promote his podcast like he'll be like today i blindsided chuck sumer and those democrats by releasing a new bill find out all about it on the verdict with ted cruz and it's like dude you're a united states senator what are we even doing here and in that short clip Marjorie Taylor Greene whiffed like four to six times. Are you aware of this? No. But I posted it to my Twitter. I'm not on Twitter. Oh, I'm sure you do know this. No, I don't know this. Oh, well, the Department of Homeland Security certainly knows this. I'm not in the Department of Homeland Security. What are you talking about? And she just continues to go. Like, her strategy is just let's keep screaming and being loud, and then I'll be able to clip off these moments of me yelling right. at this guy, and then I'll put it on my social media, and everyone is going to go, oh, Marge, you really stuck it to the deep state. Then she'll get the invite to Fox. Then she'll get the invite to Newsmax and do her little media tour based around this one ridiculous moment where she will spike the football and pretend that she somehow won that argument, which we all saw she was absolutely humiliated by. Well, if she could actually feel any sort of humiliation, that is. I want to show you this. I mean, look, again, this is the past 24 hours. This is from the same hearing. This is MAGA Republican Kamek. Am I saying her name right, Brett? Um, yeah, hopefully. Um, anyway, she, she, she wants, let me, let, let, let me just show you this clip of what she said during the same committee hearing to, uh, the DHS head Mayorkas. Play this clip. Are you aware that on October 19th, 2020, the statement used by various media organizations and social media businesses to downplay and censor the post reporting before the 2020 presidential election? I'm sorry. Um, with the indulgence of additional time, Mr. Chairman, could you ask that question just a bit of a slower pace. <laughs> Are you aware that on October 19th, 2020, the statement was used, the statement that was signed by Brennan, Clapper, and Colby was used by multiple media organizations, social media businesses, to downplay and censor the story about the Hunter Biden political influence <laughs> right before the 2020 presidential election. I, I am not uh, tracking uh, that congresswoman. <laughs> wow. For as much time and effort oh, wow. as you are putting into a Homeland Intelligence Experts group, that seems shocking that you wouldn't be tracking that. 
Well, who was the president wow. at that time? Wow. Wow. Who, who, who was wow. the president in 2020? I don't know. Was it Donald Trump? Who was the attorney general? Yep. Bill Mayorkas was not in office. <laughs> Mayorkas was not in the government at the time. Why are you asking him? Why are you asking? You know what it is? It's like, uh, I think we made a similar Introducing fake evidence in Congress. Said, so why haven't GOP Republicans? GOP magatards, GOP traitors, GOP magatards. Fuck you, pigs! Animal torturers! You're not gonna get away with it, you motherfucking pigs! Bringing this to the board of supervisors! Trying to terrorize us, harassment, intimidation, bitches! Turn off your transponders, eh? Fuck you! Fucking terrorists! But you have all these Republicans living in this conspiratorial fever dream at all times. Everything like Jordy said, they're terminally online. So they're in their own little algorithms, they're in their own bubbles. They are passing around these conspiracy theories to each other. They're trading Hunter Biden's nudes. They save those on their phones and send them to each other. They always have it ready. They always have that ready to go. Yeah. I, I'm like, I'd say it's like they're screensavers too. Like I'll, I'll do a post screen. all of a sudden within like 30 seconds. Boom, Hunter. I'm like, you just have that in your camera roll? Like, <laughs> okay, I have other, I have pictures of my family and my dog, but okay, you do. You do. So I'm posting a photo on this on Facebook. Modus Touch. I <clears throat> got 149,000 followers. Midas Touch, 53K on that one. Midas. Where's Midas Mighty? Midas. Midas Touch. How come there's no um, Mega fans? I mean, Midas Touch fans on the tape. Uh, just a percent. Arizona Progressive Movement, AZ Central. Oops. Um, <clears throat> Arizona Politics. ACLU, Mother Jones, all the nine Democrats. The young Demo Dems. Sixty two K followers, Young Democrats of America. College Dems. And how about Politico? 
Politico. Politics go. How about opinion? Comes up. La opinion. Vietnam opinions about K-pop. Okay. But it's like, and it's always sunny in Philadelphia, where, you know, you have these characters who are like a bunch of maniacs, right? When they're in their own little bubble together, like they don't realize how much maniacs they are and their behavior, you know, appears a certain way. When they go out into the world and confront normal people, it's just absolute pandemonium. And people are like, what the heck are you doing? What the heck are you saying? What is this? And that's what these Republicans are. Once they leave their bubble, once they put down their phone, and then they start spouting the things that they saw from a forward or saw from a a, a Twitter thread or or whatever it is, uh, you know, they're confronted with reality and people are like, no, I'm sorry. I'm not tracking your conspiracy theories. A B I wasn't even in office at the time that your conspiracy theory supposedly happened. So what the heck do you want me to do? And what the hell are you talking about? And then they're just like, wow, wow. You're really not looking at that. Wow. That's their big rebuttal. They just go, wow. And you know why she was speaking so fast? People who speak that fast tend to have no confidence behind what they're saying or what they're even stating. So she was just uh, just spewing words. Like, it was word salad. Even when she slowed it down, I I didn't even understand what she was getting at. She just wanted to say Hunter Biden's name. And then go, wow. Wow. And by the way, Bill Barr set up an entire field office, mind you. An entire office, Jordy, by you and over there in Pittsburgh. He set up with the West, the U.S. attorney from Western Pennsylvania was dedicated, a dedicated United States attorney to getting crazy information from Rudy Giuliani, who got the information from a Russian oligarch in Ukraine, a member of parliament who's just been charged with treason in Ukraine, <laughs> working with Vladimir Putin. So they would launder it from Putin to Giuliani. Giuliani would then give it to this field office dedicated just to this topic of getting information from Russian oligarchs that would be funneled in. And now Bill Barr, as the theory goes in the MAGA world, Bill Barr deep-sixed it. Bill Barr was a rhino. Bill Barr's in on it. Bill Barr, you see, according to their theory, the MAGA Republicans conspiracy, was trying to help out Hunter in their world. And now Bill Barr gets called, you know, and this is how you know, though, that their arguments aren't arguments at all. The moment they start going right into the ad hominem attacks and not giving you the data already tells you they have no logical argument to make, right? So what do they go to Bill Barr? He's a fat slob, Chris Christie. I'm not going to call him a fat slob. What do you do? You call the people names. You go, why go after the judge's law clerk if you've got a great case? If your case was a home run, why wouldn't when Donald Trump was on the stand to all you bag explainers out there, 
Why wouldn't Donald Trump say, you know what? This is an important business. I looked through my data. Here's how I did the spreadsheet. Here's what I looked at. Why did Eric say, yeah, I, I do the spreadsheets. I'm very diligent. I, he could, they go, no, I just give it to all of the other people. And I don't ask questions and let everybody. Why wouldn't they actually just go through the no? They're going to call Judge and Gore on these names. They're going to go after the law clerk. Jack Smith is deranged, maniac. Why don't you just deal with the evidence? And, and you could, I'm happy to have arguments, as you know, and I'm happy to go through the data. Like if we talk about Mar-a-Lago, just for example, you can convince me that Mar-a-Lago is valued at 150 or 200 million dollars if it's a residential property if he paid property taxes as if it were a residential property we can have an honest conversation and i can say yeah that's a valuable property it's not 1.5 billion dollars that's absurd but the reason that its valuation is the valuation is because trump made it that way he devalued the property by placing historical encumbrances on it and saying that he intends to forever use the property as a club for commercial purposes so he could pay less taxes. So if we're not going to deal with an honest intellectual conversation, well, screw you because you're not, you don't want to have honesty and facts and evidence. By the way, there are some Trump properties that I would say that's a valuable property, but why in the world do you need to say something that's 10,000 square feet, which is impressive. People don't have 10,000 square feet penthouses in Kiev. That's impressive. Why do you need to lie and say it's 30%, I mean 30,000 square feet? That's where the fraud's committed. It's impressive that you have a deal of a building that's 62 stories. That's impressive. But then you lie and say it's 73 stories. You keep on lying over and over again because you're so freaking greedy and you're a liar in everything that you do. Okay, let's talk about more things that happened in the past 24 hours. Senator Mark Wayne Mullen, this is where he challenges the witness to a fight. And he has the script like ready to go about the fight. Like he's like, so, and then he calls him cowboy. Like, this is really weird. He's like, all right, cowboy. Here, play, play, play this clip. Like he's self-made. Sir, I wish he was in the truck with me when I was building my plumbing company myself. And my wife was running the office because I sure remember working pretty hard and long hours. Pretends like he's self-made. What a clown. Fraud. Always has been, always will be. Quit the tough guy act in these Senate hearings. You know where to find me, any place, any time, cowboy. Sir, this is a time, this is a place. If you want to run your mouth, we can be two consenting adults and we can finish it here. Okay, that's fine. Perfect. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up then. You stand your butt up. Oh, hold on. Oh, hold, stop it. Say your solution on your phone. No, no, sit down. Oh, Eric, sit down. Okay. You know, you're a United States senator. Sit down, too. Okay, sit down, please. All right, United States. should be fucking ejected. Fell both of them. Well, we can't. No, I have the money. I'm sorry. Stop this putting up with said. this You'll shit. Stupid behavior. This is a hearing. This is a hearing. We are in the United States Senate. Act like adults, MAGA Republicans. And you have Bernie Sanders there who's the adult in the room, who's just saying, what are you doing? And by the way, Mark Wayne Mullen had to write that out. Like, United he, had, States he, had that, he had that scripted. That's a good Bernie. Yeah, he had that scripted. I want to I talk about all He's been stewing on it, man. Because he's been stewing on it. 
Because this is to be expelled. Because yeah, this has been an ongoing kind of feud between the two of them going back months. There was another hearing that got contentious between the two of them back in March. And then Mark Wayne Mullen, like, could not get it out of his head. He started talking Short crap news. about the Teamsters guy in June. Then hmm. the Teamsters guy. All right, let's do that again. It looks like comedy to me. Frauds committed. It's impressive that you have a deal of a building that's 62 stories. That's impressive. Then you lie and say it's 70. Honesty and facts and evidence. By the way, there are some Trump properties that I would say that's a valuable property. But why in the world do you need to say something that's 10,000 square feet, which is impressive? People don't have 10,000 square feet penthouses in Kiev. That's impressive. Why do you need to lie and say it's 30%? I mean, 30,000 square feet. That's where the fraud's committed. It's impressive that you have a deal of a building that's 62 stories. That's impressive. But then you lie and say it's 73 stories. You keep on lying over and over again because you're so freaking greedy and you're a liar in everything that you do. Okay, let's talk about more things that happened in the past 24 hours. Senator Mark Wayne Mullen. This is where he challenges the witness to a fight. And he has... The script, like, ready to go about the fight. Like, he's like, so, and then he calls him cowboy. Like, this is really, <laughs> he's like, all right, cowboy. Here, play, play, play this clip. Like he's self-made. Sir, I wish he was in the truck with me when I was building my plumbing company. Myself and my wife was running the office because I sure remember working pretty hard in long hours. Pretends like he's self-made. What a clown. Fraud. Always has been. Always will be. Quit the tough guy act in these Senate hearings. You know where to find me. Any place, any time, cowboy. <laughs> so this is a time, this is a place. If you want to run your mouth, we can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here. That's <laughs> fine. Perfect. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up then. You stand your butt up. Oh, hold on. Oh, stop. <laughs> Say solution every call. No, no, sit down. Oh, you're a clown. Sit down. Okay. You know, you're a United States senator. Sit down. <laughs> okay. Sit down, please. All right. Can I respond? Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. If we can't. No, I have the mic. Said. I'm sorry. This is hold what he it. said. You'll have your time. Okay. Can I respond? Oh, no, you can't. <laughs> this is a hearing. <laughs> this is a hearing. We are in the United States Senate. Act like adults, MAGA Republicans, and you have Bernie Sanders there, who's the adult in the room, who's just saying, what are you doing? And by the way, Mark Wayne Mullen had to write that out. Like, Where did the United had, States Senator? He had that scripted. That's a good Bernie. He had, he had that scripted. I want to I wanna talk about all... He's been stewing on it, Ben, because he's been stewing on it. Because this has been a yeah, because this has been an ongoing kind of feud between the two of them going back months. There was another hearing that was contentious between the two of them back in March, and then Mark Wayne Mullen like could not get it out of his head. He started talking Short crap news. about the Teamsters guy in June. Then the, the Teamsters guy fired off a tweet in June, and this is what Mark Wayne Mullen has been stewing about since June, mind you. It's now November since June, and it was this tweet. 
that had Mark Wayne Mullen as doing a, a debate, I guess, or a news appearance, and he's standing on a box to appear taller on camera. And uh -huh. it's the tweet that uh, that uh, Mark Wayne Mullen read, and uh, it's pretty, uh, you know, short, short views. Notice how Mark Wayne Mullen that he left out the, uh, the hashtag at the end of that. Do you want to throw that tweet back up there, Brett? It looks like uh, hashtag, hashtag. What was it? I don't know. Can you throw it back? It said hashtag. Oh, Hashtag little man syndrome. Is and so that's what he's been <laughs> doing on for all of these months. Like, you know, he's been going to sleep every single night since he that tweet was made. Man. He called me. I'm going to fight him. I get Mark Wayne Mullen in front of me. Sit down. I need you all to sit down. You're a United States senator. I need you all to sit down. Right. Watching Bernie in that was one of the... Spectacular. Oh, my God. It's good well, to have that, but, but by the way, Bernie... You learn a lot about people's character in moments like that, right? Oh, Magna right. Republican yeah. Senator Mullen wrote that out. Bernie <laughs> had no clue that that was going to happen, right? And do you think that if Jim Jordan was running that committee hearing or James Comer was running a committee hearing like that, if those MAGA Republicans, they would have intervened the way Bernie did. Bernie shut it down because he's an adult in the room. And that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for adults in the room. I want to talk about this other clip as well, because Jake Sherman, who is one of the top congressional reporters, talked about how a clip posted by Midas Touch digital editor ASIN of Chip Roy, a MAGA Republican, has really gotten under the skin of people in uh, MAGA Mike's orbit. One of Johnson's A's mused that Chip Roy is like an arsonist complaining about the smoke. So that's one example of the Midas digital editor, ASIN, crushing it there. By the way, um, the Midas Touch story and post of uh, the Georgia criminal RICO case of Jenna Ellis's proffer session and of the proffer session of Sidney Powell was featured in Fulton County District Attorney Fawny Willis's motion to revoke bond of one of Donald Trump's co-defendants, Harrison Roy. And of course, Midas Touch, had our reporting has led to Donald Trump being held in violation of the gag in the New York I think we general. might. Are, are we like uh, three for three? Like, I think we're almost, we may be mentioned uh, in some way in each of the major Trump cases right now in these legal filings with just the reporting that we have, uh, you know, which has uncovered some really incredible stuff. And shout out to our team. Thank you. To our so I want to tell everybody before we go to our first quick ad break patreon.com slash Midas Touch. We don't have outside investors here. So if you want to help support the growth of this independent media platform and you can support the type of journalism that you're seeing there, that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash Midas Touch, patreon.com slash Midas Touch. Check that out. We have a lot of great exclusive content. We're going to do a great after show today as well. On the after show, um, we're going to the original OG Midas Touch. By the way, we're going to start bringing back some of those videos as Midas Shorts. That's oh, right. I, our, I think I saw a rough cut of one today. We're yeah, going to bring true. back some of the Midas videos, and we got a lot more show for you right here on the Midas Touch podcast. So don't <laughs> you go anywhere. Sit down, sit down. More Midas Touch podcast coming up right after this. Did you know <laughs> that your temperature at night can have oh one of the God. greatest impacts on your sleep quality? Uh. Silver. Try it.
with Miracle Maid. Thanks for 284K. Hello, Tushiba Dave. Hi, you. Uh, actually getting violent, having an interview. Let's get back into it. All right. Uh, Kevin McCarthy allegedly assaulted Tim Burchett, another MAGA Republican, apparently, when Tim Burchett was having an interview with the reporter. Kevin McCarthy, who was angry at Tim Burchett, who's been opposed to Kevin McCarthy. McCarthy has a history of actually getting violent with people. This is not unique. Like when we talked to Eric Swalwell, McCarthy challenged Swalwell to a fight. <laughs> we know from Adam Kinzinger that that he that McCarthy like McCarthy's known for actually physically going after people like, he, like that's how he views his domain and house and by the way as I said before why does he still get to use the at speaker McCarthy that's embarrassing you're not the speaker and why does he still get the speaker security detail he should not have either of those things. It's and a theme with this loser Republican Party Ben it's the same reason why Trump goes around and begs everyone to call him president well, here's the thing. They're losers and losers. they're sore losers. And the same way Donald, they're made for each other, right? The same way Donald Trump refused to get out of power. Same thing with Kevin McCarthy. He still calls it the same way they have to call Donald Trump, President Trump, and all of the violence. Right. Like you could say former president, it would makes me puke when people say that. But nonetheless, it's an accurate honorific, even though he deserves no honor at all. He dishonored this, co this country so much. But you can say former, but they have to say president. He has to refer to himself as speaker. He's not the speaker. If he wants to be at former speaker, he can do that. And you don't get a security detail. You're just a rando member of Congress right now. It's absurd. But watch MAGA Republican Tim Burchett talking about how MAGA Republican Kevin McCarthy elbowed him in the kidneys. Play this clip. Explain to us what happened with you and Kevin McCarthy. Well, I was doing an interview um, with um, Claudia from NPR. Uh, a lovely lady and when she was asking me a question and, and at that time I uh, got elbowed in the back and it kind of caught me off guard because it was a clean Fucking shot to assault. the kidneys and I turned back and there was there was Kevin and um, and I, I for a minute I was kind of <laughs> what the heck just happened and then I um, you know I, I chased after him of course he's a <laughs> as I've stated many times he's a he's a bully with 17 million dollars in a security detail you know he's the type of guy that when you're a kid with Dora Rocco. <laughs> so then what does Tim Burchett do, MAGA Republican? Like, how do you respond to that in MAGA Republican world? Well, you then go on a right-wing extremist network and then reveal that you have Russian-style compromise on your target. Normal. So Burch Burchett then goes on Newsmax and says that he's got dirt on Kevin McCarthy relating to MAGA Republican Nancy Mace, essentially implying that there is an untoward advance that McCarthy made towards Mace or that there's something that she knows about him. Here, play this clip. He also has $17 million um, in an account um, that he'll be messing in a lot of people like mine and Nancy Mason's campaigns, I'm sure. And so, um, I don't know if you know, he does that with Nancy May. She could come back at him with some stuff that he doesn't want out there in yeah. the public, I think, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, she she's already told me. She said, I hope he does that with Compromise. me. And, um, and she'll take care of it. She takes care of her own. But I, Good band if, if you know what I'm saying here, I mean, they talk like the mafia. This, and I just want to be very clear because I know legacy media gaslights everyone. That is not normal. 
So when you watch this and you go, that's not normal, right? And then we go, yeah, that's not normal. And then everybody in this pro-democracy community is like, that's not normal. I don't know how you feel watching this. Like for me, it's like, thank you. Thank you. Stop acting like there's both sides. Like, like they're actually crazy people back. Right. Yeah, they, they, they are like, that's not normal. Right. Yeah. That's, that's not, that's not, that's not always the way it's been. No, no, it hasn't. I mean, it's, it's never been like, oh, peaches and cream. It's never been like rosy, but it is not like that's not the way it's supposed to be. It's, you mean it's not, not that our Congress people are running on blackmailing each other. That's how our government is operating. That's how they make decisions via blackmail and compromise. And the Republicans, I'm speaking again. Another thing that we another theme that we hit on on the show constantly is that that's that's how that's how they hold their cards. They just try and find compromise on each other, and that's how they make their decisions. Who, and it's got the Trump does. It's what Trump does with all of them. It's what they do with each other. It's how Trump got them to come back to his side after January 6th. Just some threats, just some compromise. Just You're saying that's not a stable plan. Yeah, Trump stuff. threatened the RNC chair, Ronna McDaniel, who doesn't even use her actual last name, Romney, because that makes Donald Trump upset. And Donald Trump threatened her that he was going to start the MAGA party unless the Republican Party became the MAGA party. So then the Republican Party came the MAGA Party versus a Republican Party and a MAGA Party. And and, and, and here it is. I mean, we're, we're, we're watching it. And speaking of the MAGA Party, I mean, this guy is particularly, you know, raises a lot of questions. This is Clay Higgins. Reminder, Clay Higgins was a police officer, was accused of police brutality and lying to investigators, and then quit before he could be disciplined. Here is MAGA Republican Clay Higgins as he is questioning, again, Republican FBI Director Christopher Wray. And Clay Higgins is like, have you heard of ghost buses? Have you heard of the ghost buses? Or the is, ghost is, is Mark, Levin, Mark Levin's cousin? And then, and then, and then, and then Christopher Wray, like a normal guy. What? I'm sorry, I haven't heard of ghost buses. No, what are you talking about? Well, I have got it. You just feel it about probe. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know, and then Christopher Ray's like, um, okay, here, play this clip. And oh, and then by the way, then he threatens then him. He gets threatens him. You know, watch the threat, like actually threatens the FBI. Chris, did you do your 15 minutes did of cleanup every day? Whether the violence at the Capitol on January. January 6 was part of some operation orchestrated by FBI sources and or agents. The answer is emphatic. You're saying no? No. You're saying no? Not Good. violence orchestrated Let's by FBI on. sources or agents. Are you familiar with, with, you know what a ghost vehicle is? Director, director of the FBI certainly should. You know what a ghost bus is? A ghost bus? A ghost bus. I'm not sure I've used that term before. Okay. Well, pretty common in in law enforcement it's a vehicle that's that's used for secret Fucking purposes drunk. it's painted over these two buses in the middle here 
They were the first to arrive at Union Station on January 6th. 0500. I have all this evidence. I'm showing you a tip of this iceberg. Mr. Chairman. These two buses Mr. Chairman. painted completely white. Point of order. It's a very significant hearing, Mr. Chairman. And these buses are nefarious in nature and were filled with FBI informants dressed as Trump supporters. <laughs> deployed on our capital on January 6th. Your day is Major, coming, Major Mr. Point, Mr. He says... Your day is coming, Mr. Ray, Republican FBI director. And then he and other MAGA Republicans post that. Your day is coming, Mr. Ray. They're threatening a Republican FBI director appointed by Donald Trump with the most absurd and deranged. And if these people weren't big in law enforcement... These people okay. weren't making that decisions. I, I would truly think that this is an SNL skit, and 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 this is not a fringe figure. I mean, anymore he isn't. They all these MAGA Republicans want to defund the FBI and DOJ. They'd say it out loud. Remember when they were trying to act like it was like liberals want to defund the police. Da, 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 da. And, and and maybe there were some people more actually on the fringe, but that's not actually what the Democrats were saying. And But that's what they try to act like all Democrats wanted. They're out there, defund the FBI, defund the Department of Justice, and actually defund like the functions to go after terrorists. Like it, it is, it is absurd. I want to show you this one right here. This Wait, is, I just, want, I just want to say, first, I wouldn't speak to like, any human being like that, first of all, let alone the director of the FBI. Like, who speaks like that? And I just want to emphasize, especially for our audio listeners, that his entire theory, the reason that he was screaming at the FBI director is because he saw a picture of buses that were painted white. He saw a picture of buses that were white. And then he said, that means that these buses are nefarious and are filled with FBI agents. What? And then, and then, and then, because then, then, then the theory goes, the conspiracy theory, the QAnon style conspiracy, so that sorry, the FBI sorry. was responsible for the insurrection. There's been over, what, 1,400 arrests of insurrectionists, like nearly a thousand convictions. We have a detailed record of what went down. And what they are pushing is that, to, I mean, deranged doesn't do it justice you know that clip is disturbing especially when he threatens christopher ray at the end but it was also hilarious like when he goes okay and you could visibly see his brain shut off in that moment and just like he had to totally like recollect himself before he started to spew the weird conspiracy it's so wild jordy it's the issue with this kind of russian style propaganda but it's also why it kind of comes back to bite them because they mm. spread these ridiculous lies that are just like they're not even based in reality to ben's point you can't have a debate with that person because that person is not living in reality like they may as well be on like hallucinogenic drugs or something and you're trying to have a grounded conversation with them about really serious topics but you can't uh but you know it's it, it's just a wild thing to watch these people spew this bs and my favorite of the claims that people like clay higgins is when they go to their base and when their base goes, we need to release the January 6th tapes. That's going to reveal all of it. <laughs> you know what? There's a reason 
why every time a new speaker, yeah. as they cycle through these speakers, as they get a hold of this footage and they go to don't threaten us with a good time, bitches. Why they don't just release it in mass to the mm. public? Because we've all seen the footage already. What is the, we've seen it. And what did the footage show? The footage showed a bunch of MAGA Republicans beating police officers, blinding police officers, bludgeoning them yeah. with flagpoles, with Confederate flags, Release with American flags, with bitches. stanchions, slamming Shares. windows. That's what Terrorists. the footage shows. And so even with Mike Johnson, I see one of the big complaints about MAGA with Mike Johnson. When are you going to release the tapes? we got to release the tape. Release the January 6th. What do you think it's going to show? What they, they gave him to Tucker Carlson, who's the biggest propagandist on the planet, right? If anyone could do something with that footage to make it look horrific for uh, the, the pro-democracy side, it's Tucker Carlson. What did he do? He took 20 seconds of the QAnon shaman walking through the hallway and be like, look, he didn't look too violent there. That's all he had. So the longer that they kind of try to make these 